Welcome to Inside Inkeeping, a co-production of InPartners and the Association of Independent Hospitality Professionals. This season, we'll be sharing conversations with allied partners and speakers from the AIHP 2019 Knowledge Sharing Summit and Marketplace in Cincinnati. On today's episode, Megan is joined by Christian Gianelli and Elizabeth Campbell, who share tips to maximize your investment in hospitality photography. Enjoy the show and plan to join us in Albuquerque, New Mexico for the 2020 AIHP Summit. Here's your host, Megan Smith. So welcome to the podcast. I'm talking to Christian Gianelli. And he is a photographer here at the summit and has a beautiful booth and has been recommended to me as a wonderful expert on the topic of photographing inns and bed and breakfast. So welcome. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. So why don't you talk to me about your specialty, what you're doing here, what benefit you have from being here at the summit? I've worked in the hospitality industry for about 13 years, really since like 2006. A few different things brought me here. When I graduated from school, I started assisting a uh, lifestyle photographer in New York, and uh, he did interiors and he did uh, food and exteriors, like, you know, kind of like jack of all trades, but mm-hmm. really, really, really great photographer. I was also assisting an architectural photographer and learned a lot about lighting composition with interiors, which is a very difficult thing to do. And a lot of people find that out when they try to do it themselves. So what brought you to hospitality photography? There was a few things that kind of brought me in. One was I was referred some work by Jumping Rocks Photography, who did the podcast last year. They had an overflow of work at one point, and they knew that I concentrated on interiors. I was assisting photographers that shot interior work and had studied photography at school. So I did a few jobs off of their referrals. And one thing led to another. And a few years later, I have a booth at an innkeeping conference. And all of a sudden, the majority of the work that I'm doing is for ends and travel around the country. And it was very quick. And then all of a sudden, that's all I was doing. So did you study art? I went back to school and got a degree specifically in photography, then took that to go get some assisting jobs after that. And that's one of those things where, you know, I learned a lot in school, then I feel like you learn a lot more when you're doing the next thing. And then all of a sudden, when you have your own business, and you're like, wow, I feel like I'm learning every single day, you know, it never really stops. So is your father in your business with you? Yeah, he's been working with me for the past 12 years. And that also worked really well where he has a art background, design background, and actually had a home furniture shop right at the same time that I was starting and, you know, would do interior design, do all that yeah. stuff. So his eye kind of worked perfectly into what I was doing because he comes in and helps style. And I was going to say, do you do staging and styling yeah, with yeah. your dad? He does a lot of that. And he's had a lot of suggestions for people with things that they could do for their rooms. And, you know, a lot of stuff that people are a little hesitant about at first. And then all of a sudden they see the room different for the first time. And they're like, this is yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. They, you, It's so hard to see things differently when yeah. you put a lot of labor into design a room and then someone comes in and says, but what if you did this? It's it's hard. Yes. But then they're usually right. Yes. No, I, t- I totally understand. When we started, there were people that had had inns for 15 or 20 years that never changed the style of their room. And now I feel like people are much more in tune with what's going on and, and constantly changing things to kind of keep it fresh, which well, is good. Yeah. So don't you notice here at the show, like every year there's more and more vendors that are about styling mm-hmm. and bedding and oh, yeah. room furnishings. Mm-hmm and how quickly the trends change. Yeah. So if someone were just buying it in, what advice would you give? You came in and took that project. Mm-hmm. How would you go about it? Um, when someone buys an in, it could be in, in a different condition, you know, where like someone might buy an in that is ready to go and looks beautiful and they don't need to do much work. 
Some people buy a fixer-upper and it's going to take some time. You know, of course, I'm a photographer saying this, but I think it's still good to get nice photos, even if you have something that's not not ideal. It's not your vision. It's not there yet. And you know it's going to be a few years down the road Mm -hmm. before it gets there. You know, there's a few different ways to tackle it. And one, say, if you're starting from scratch and you're like, it's not where I want it to be, but, you know, I would like to present it well. I always recommend let's go in and just do like a lighter photo shoot. Let's just get one shot of each of your rooms, get an exterior shot, a food shot. Just do something simple that's going to fill your website, show what you have and show it in a nice light. And then as time goes on with the financial help that you'll be getting from, say, like a new website, having the new photos, you know, putting that into the new rooms. And over the years, as we're traveling down the road, we have clients all over the place. But say in Maine, travel to Maine a few times a year. And every time I go, I contact people and they say, oh, yeah, we did just fix up one room or two rooms. Instead of waiting five years for you to fix up your 15-bedroom in, and, you know, in those five years, you missed all that time yeah, that's you know, interesting. So, so you have a client, you just keep the relationship going. Yeah, yeah. And then when a new buyer comes in, do you try to keep track of that and then say, hey, you know, I've been the photographer? You know, sometimes it's just word of mouth. Sometimes it even happens where people get in touch with me because they know I have access to the photos. Say the old owner lost them or they just don't know how to get them. So they'll get in touch with me and we just start talking from there. You know, and sometimes when an inn is sold, if the inn's in great shape, they might not need to really update anything or they might be happy for a longer period of time. Sometimes it's the old owners or uh, the broker will recommend various things like that. That you were the original photographer. Yeah, yeah. So talk a little bit about food photography. Mm -hmm. Are you seeing that as a more important product now? Are people focusing on that more? Are you stressing that in your business? I think it's important if it's something that you're trying to sell. And it really depends on the innkeepers. There's some inns that told me in the past, yeah, I really don't even want a shot of my food because it's not something that sells the place. But I think it's important to show what people are getting included in with your bed and breakfast, what it's going to look like, and you know, just do something simple. There's been sometimes where we've been hired for a day or two just to shoot food because the food is so important to the mm-hmm. end that that's something that they really want to showcase on their website or or make a cookbook or anything like that. So you know, some people are more confident about their food, some people a little less confident. And there's sometimes you work for someone and they're like, oh, you really don't want to show and it doesn't really look nice. And then you get on site and you're like, this is the nicest food I've ever seen. This is crazy. And your guests are probably in love with this, but no one is seeing this, you know, when they're looking on the website. Yeah, I think that's really important because breakfast now has so many different iterations of what a bed and breakfast puts out and what Mm -hmm. people are looking for. And plus, that's what's going to set you aside from an Airbnb down the street, you know? That's very true. And so I really think breakfast photography especially is important in this day and age. Mm -hmm. So how are you feeling with clients now? You know, the internet certainly came and everybody got good photography, you know, much better than we used to have when we had four-color brochures. Yeah, yeah. So what are you seeing now, you know, as you're picking up new clients? Are there any new trends? Is there anything you're seeing? I think video Uh is... The new thing, I spoke to a uh, photographer, you know, five years ago who was from the same area that I grew up in, and he actually shot for National Geographic and, you know, was this Mm. well-known guy. But I saw him while he was shooting a video at this place I was working and talking to him about it, and he said, you know what, if you're a young photographer and you're not shooting video, you know, in the next five to ten years, you're probably going to be out of a job. And it's interesting. He was looking at it from a photographer's standpoint, but over the past two or three years, I would say, like, a good chunk of requests that I've been getting have been... I saw your portfolio. Do you also shoot video? And that's something I'm seeing more of. And then when I'm seeing websites and when you go to the landing page, it's motion 
you know, there's still pictures, they're still important, but that's a big trend that I'm starting to see is a lot of motion video, things like that. Photographers in general, that's something that we're going to have to be hybrid shooters in a way. Photos are they're great for showing someone property. You go on a website, you see a photo, and you can kind of get a quick idea. What do they say? It's like a fraction of a second that people are looking at the photos and making a decision. So they see those photos. But I think a video is great for showing something the photos can't. You can't always get the whole yeah, experiential. story. It's yeah. almost a video is more experiential. Mm-hmm. A photo, I think... You're seeing yourself in that setting, you know, yeah. a nice, beautiful room or a nice, beautiful garden. You yeah. can see yourself sitting there, but a video, you're actually seeing people in action yeah. in that space yeah. that you're Definitely. thinking of visiting. So yeah. I think that's very interesting. I know YouTube clearly is so popular now and everybody watching videos, but I just think the short little videos, even using for video marketing, mm-hmm. you know, you could shoot a video that someone could use for a video ad. Oh, yeah. At the same time. The videos that I'm marketing is like a one to one minute and a half video where you're just doing a quick tour. You're not spending two minutes on one room. It's right. just showing like the grounds, showing the inn, food, maybe some people and just things to give you an idea of this is what this experience could be. And then from there, taking that and cutting it down into smaller segments. So like, say you have like a 20 second clip that you could put on yeah. Instagram or you could put on your Facebook page just for like a little quick. Right. But it's professional. It's not yeah. just shot with your mm-hmm. iPhone yeah. by, by yeah. the innkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell everybody how to reach you and where to find you so that if we have some curiosity going at the end of this podcast, they can get in touch. You could always look at my website, which is christiangianelli.com, which is I would like to see a wager on who could spell that correctly. So, yeah, it's Christian, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N and G-N-L-E, G-I-A-N-N-E-L-L-I.com. You can also call me, 267-221-7719. Those are the best ways to contact me. Good. Well, I look forward to talking to you next year and seeing how your year has gone. So thanks for stopping by. Thank you for having me. Sure. I find photography to be the most important thing we do as innkeepers for our websites and our marketing and getting the word out of who we are. And so we're talking to Elizabeth Campbell from Elizabeth Campbell Photography today. And welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Megan. Elizabeth and I tried to record this podcast several times over the past year, and we were hitting and missing. But Mm -hmm. today we're finally here in Cincinnati at the summit, and she's had a very successful show, a very busy booth. So when a new innkeeper comes to you, a new client, Mm -hmm. whether they're building an inn, whether they're already at an inn, how do you work with them? Well, I first start to gauge where they are in the process. I also try to get a read on their their comfort zone. What's their experience level? Have they really never done this before? Have they worked with another photographer? And then that kind of determines how we move forward in terms of my interaction with them. Basically, I get into the details and I say, all right, how many guest rooms do you have? And how many common spaces do you have? And are you interested in a food shoot? And tell me about your exterior spaces and are there common exterior spaces? Are there views? And then we talk about, do we want kind of experiential photography as well? If you're doing a whole shoot for an inn, do you encourage them to have photos of people sitting in chairs, experiencing the property, or do you like to have the property Mm -hmm. just photographed? That's truly their decision. Certain people encourage it, certain people discourage it. It really is a matter of opinion, and it's their property, it's their call. And I can give my input on when and where I think it works and how it works and how that changes the photo shoot. 
So I say, look at websites, look at my shots with people in them. And do you like it? Do you not like it? It is a really a personal taste. I mean, I think that's a smart way to go about it. Once we figured out kind of the scope of the shoot, I go through the system to create my estimate of the job. Yeah, that's really important to have a really accurate estimate. And you know how long it takes you to do things. So yeah, I do. I've done it enough times that they're pretty spot on. And of course, things can change. Or if we get going on a a food shoot and they're just really excited about it and I'm excited about it and I said, you know, can I cook more? Absolutely. Let's throw in a couple more hours there. Do you usually look at seasonality and approach it that you would come in the summer and then maybe come back in the fall? Is that part of what you look at, especially in a Vermont inn where foliage season is so important? Absolutely. Especially when it's a property that's within a drivable distance, I suggest that we do the interiors during a slow time of year. And in Vermont, that's April and May and November. And that's a great time to get interiors done because you're not busy. You can block the rooms and it doesn't really matter what's going on outside because of the lighting we use and all of that. So that's not an issue. And it's a good time to get the interiors done because that's the tough stuff as well. And same with food. We can do that off season. Mm-hmm. And And if it's possible to make it all happen the first week of June, fantastic. But that's not usually the case. So then what I like to do is say, well, I can come back and do exteriors. And we can get the summertime, your high summer shots. And if we're using people, we can have the people outside and we can style up your patios and your porches and your balconies and fill that in. Again, in Vermont, foliage is so important. And so we come back for those. And also in Vermont, snow is really important. And, you know, you can come back and get that snowy dusk winter shot. And so it's not always another full day shoot. It could be like, hey, I'm passing by. (laughs) Drive by. (laughs) Drive by. I'll be there at dusk with my camera and I'll get that winter, you know, December shot for you. So it's fun to be in close proximity so we can make that happen. And if, even if I'm not in close proximity, we can often make it happen just with other trips. So do you work nationwide or do you specialize in New England? I know you live in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. And I'm, of course, familiar with you from Vermont because of meeting you at ends yes. <laughs> so many times. Do you work nationwide? I sure do. I think the majority of my work is New England because I'm right there and there are just so many great properties in New England. That being said, I work in Florida and New Mexico and Texas and Colorado, and I'm hoping to go even beyond that after this show. I think I've got some great opportunities to go new places that I haven't shot before. So happy to go anywhere. I can get all my gear on a plane, (laughs) so it's not a problem. So clearly you're very passionate about what you do. It's so obvious in the work that is on your website that I have seen everywhere. How long have you been doing this? I have been in the hospitality industry for about 15 years. I've been a photographer for longer than that. But when I narrowed it down to where do I want to make this work, that's about 15 years ago. It's such a great niche because innkeepers get it. You know, whenever I see just great photography of a property, you just feel like you're there. It's such a wonderful feeling. Yeah, that's the idea. And I always tell my clients before we get the shoot going, my goal is to create images that when a potential guest sees them, they say, oh gosh, how beautiful. I want to be there. And then when they get there, I want them to say, this is exactly as beautiful as it looked in the picture. So that's my goal is to make it look natural, real, And then there are no surprises. I'm not making it look better. It doesn't look worse. I capture what it is. You don't have to answer this, but do you (laughs) have like one photo shoot that really stands out that you did maybe early on or even recently that just maybe wasn't what you expected or was just more than you could have ever imagined? I 
can't tell you how many times Kathy, my sister and assistant, and I have driven away and have said, okay, was that the most fun photo shoot ever? So your uh, sister works with you? Yes, she does. My sister works with me on all the shoots, and she's been working with me for about five years now. And how it's great because we get along great. She does a lot of the staging and the styling. She sets up my lights. She kind of brings me back to reality when I need to be if I'm starting to get, you know. And we just have a lot of fun together. It's, it's really great. People say, what's your favorite place to shoot? It may not be the most attractive place, but we could have had such a great time with the innkeepers and just really connected. Or it could be great because the place was perfection and we were pampered. So it can be a really great shoot for a lot of reasons. It can be a great shoot because it's someplace we've already been four times and we're going back for our fifth time and you're going back to see friends and we know what to expect and it's just, it's wonderful in that way. What are your thoughts on food photography? I love doing food photography. I think it's really important. Bad food photography is horrible. You know, it's worse than bad interiors because it's kind of stomach turning. So I think it's very, very important to have really good food photography. You look at a, a great food image and it's mouthwatering. You know, I get some more comments about food photography than probably any other type of shots. It seems like, and we, yeah. I was talking about this with others that in this day and age with breakfast, it's one way for bed and breakfast and inns to really set themselves apart as this is why you want to stay in my inn and get up in the morning. And I think everybody really appreciates a lovely breakfast. Absolutely. And there's something about a good food shot. You can smell it. You can taste it. Like it really, really, really work. Everybody needs to be taking their own food shots as well because of Instagram and Facebook. They've got to keep that content rolling, but you still need the professional money shots for your website. You can't just use portrait mode on your iPhone, (laughs) although it does make a much better shot. I'm horrified when I think back when I first started doing color photography at my property, I used to take pictures of the food because it would look so good. And then I'd try to use them. And my, (laughs) you know, the woman doing my brochure would be like, no, no, we're not using that shot. That's not going to (laughs) work. I know. Call your photographer. Uh Yeah. And it's, and it's fun. I think, you know, people say, oh, food photography is so hard. What a challenge. And I don't think it's hard. What I think it is, I think it takes patience. Yes. And I have all the patience in the world when it comes to food photography. I could be there all day. But if it's not your thing, it's hard. So the audience for this podcast is aspiring and current innkeepers. Mm -hmm. And so why don't you tell people how they can reach you? Certainly to look at your website because you have such a gorgeous website. So give us that info. Okay, so my website is Elizabeth Campbell Photography, C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L, and it's Beth at Elizabeth Campbell Photography. My phone number is 802-989-8619. Wonderful. Well, I'm sure that once they take a look at your website that your phone will start ringing because it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous collection of photos. Oh, thank you, Megan. Thanks for stopping by. The conversations from this episode were recorded at the AIHP 2019 Knowledge Sharing Summit and Marketplace. We hope you'll join us at the 2020 Summit in Albuquerque, New Mexico, February 24th through the 27th. Inside Inkeeping is a co-production of InPartners and the Association of Independent and Hospitality Professionals. Our theme music was composed and performed by Jacob Ungerleiter, and our show was engineered by Evan Viennes. Thanks for listening.